Welcome to We Love Eurovision, a podcast in which we discuss all things Eurovision. My name is Christina and with me is... Rory. And in today's episode we're going to be talking about... The best non-winning songs from the noughties. Which is really exciting for us because we love the noughties, but yeah. not everybody does. Well, we spent a large portion of our youth in the noughties, so I think it holds a special place for us. Yeah, we lived through them. And I think, I can understand why lots of people look down their noses at the noughties, because there was a lot of questionable quality within there, but at the same time, there was a lot of treasure. Uh, and we're going to be talking about all the treasures today. So we've done a similar episode about best non-winning songs of the last decade, and we kind of had like a compare and contrast list. This time we've limited it to 10 songs and we've uh, come to a conclusion together. So it's a collaborative effort. Yes. So it's combined top 10. I think we've we've done a good agreement here. I think, yeah, I'm very happy looking at the list. Me too. With the songs we've chosen. Yeah. Um, shall we kick it off with Absolutely. our first song then? Well, let's have a listen and find out what it is. So that was Antique with the song Die For You, uh, representing Greece in 2001. Um, my favourite of the two, if you know what I mean. Uh, if, you know, if you don't know what she means, uh, this was Antique, which was a two-piece uh, outfit. The lead singer of which was Helena Paparitsu, who of course came back in 2005 with the song My Number One. Yeah, and I prefer this one to my number one obviously I'm glad there was an antique before there was a number one yes I know this song is not called antique uh, but that's how I refer die, to it die for you yeah yeah um <laughs> because then we got two songs two good songs instead of only the one um but I think this one is the best of the two I think it's yeah it's less showy than my number one which had like whole production and it was very catchy whereas this was yeah, more it was its whole thing stripped back her on stage emotion to the camera uh, and it's like a, just like a little nice song yeah and I will say if you don't have this act fresh in your memory go and have a look at it because I think there is some lookalikes going on there's here there's some kind of copyright infringement Potentially. Absolutely, because she looks just like Ariana Grande. Like, not even, her face looks like it, and her hair and the whole look is Ariana. Yeah, and she even stole her, like, uh, performance style of not really doing much. Yes, yes. Like, meh, just a song. It's just the song, that's all you need. When a song's this good... You just need the song. That's all you need, yeah. I think compared to the winner that year as well, which was It everybody, could have well happened. Like, this came third, and I think would probably be remembered as a better winner. Yes, I think so. Yeah, I think it stands the, the test of time better. Much, much better. And I think, as we tend to say a lot, I think it's just like a nice song of its time, regardless of Eurovision. Like, you hear it, and it just sounds like a song. Yeah. And yet, like, just, like, taking a second to look back, it is, like, 18 years old. Yes. So, 
inevitably will sound dated to some extent. Yeah. When you think of pop music, generally from 2001, like, it, it, yeah. It, it, it is how it sounds. It has that, like, vibe to it. Yeah. But it sounds like a proper song. Yeah, you don't hear like, oh, this is novelty, or this is... Exactly. Yeah, yeah no, this is novelty. This is not novelty, I think that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I think this was the first song where the, the Greeks had an idea as well of combining traditional music with pop. Yes. And that's what they wanted to do, and that's where they found Antique, who were actually doing that themselves. Yes. Previously. Yes. And it, it worked. And I think it set a good trend for Greek who for the Greeks who did very well that decade. Yeah, they did. And we love that Greek decade. I, yeah, compared to this decade that's just gone, it's, there's no comparison. Absolutely not. Anyway, okay. we, we like this one. Yeah. We, have we said that we're not, they're not in any specific order? Is it chronologically? Yeah. Chronologically. Yeah. So, so we, we didn't rank. This doesn't mean that the fact the fact that it comes first doesn't mean that it's our least favourite of the list. We just couldn't couldn't rank them. We love them all. Yeah, I think this would be too hard to rank, so we went for it chronologically. So they're coming yes. as they came. Okay, so song number two. There you go. <laughs> So, that was Dile Que La Quiero by Devis Severa. Spain! Um, Spain. A Spanish song has made it into one of our lists. So, yeah. Crazy! I mean, also 18 years ago. <laughs> Nothing ever um, since. So, this was from 2001 <laughs> uh, for Spain. Uh, yeah. This is such a good song. Uh, this is a song... I'm thinking maybe it was the song of the summer. It was a, it was like a big hit in Spain, regardless of Eurovision. Like, I remember this song. I didn't even remember that this song had gone to Eurovision. This song was like just the song being on its own. Yes. And I found recently that it had recently, you know, what after the fact uh, that it had gone to Eurovision. I was like, oh, okay, work, David, work. And it did Forest Paint fairly well. It came six. Yeah. So yeah, that's a Forest Paint has solid fantastic. top ten to finish. Mm-hmm. I respect what anyone's standards really. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I like this as well because it's still it very much of its time. He was like clad in leather trousers. Yeah. Serving like Ricky Martin realness. Which he was like this. I mean, I don't know in his personal life, but his image and in interviews and all of that, he was a. Like, the sweetest guy he and also he was like he was not ugly but he was not like sexy or anything like that I don't know like this whole image did not go with his physique or personality it was like this is not who you should be but he did pull it off I guess yeah quite successful he got a few few summer songs that's a few years of it there we go. And I think for us as well, there's a little bit of nostalgia for me, especially for you, because the video to this song is all set in Seville. Yeah, which nice. is my hometown. And yeah, it's like, hey! There is Plaza of Pena and, you know, there's the, the tower, you know, lovely. The Eiffel Tower. Yeah. <laughs> as you all call right. it earlier. 
They're very similar. <laughs> They're really not. Um, anyway, but I think also, obviously, it is quality wise, this is not a quality song. As I said, this was a song of the summer. It was okay. But I think if you're not going to get, I'm talking to the whole country of Spain, if you're not going to give me quality, just give me this happy little Latin thing because this is very much what we like and we can do this okay and it's just like it works for us like you know like how the Greeks they got their like decade of their they, they sound vibe, yeah. this should be our sound if you're not gonna send actual real things we should just get into producing this yeah I and think it it has like a really catchy as well element to it. Like I find myself often just like singing it to myself, like yeah, like I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really happy, really like joyful. It is, I think. Okay, so I think that is enough about that song. Are we uh, ready to move on to song number three? Yeah, are we ready though? Are we ready? I mean, this, yeah, it could be a, a treat, I think. It's our first treat of the evening. Let's so. go. Okay, so yeah, that was uh, from 2004. Uh, Shake It by Sakis Rubas uh, for Greece. Oh, what a treat! I mean, I, I wish we could just, yeah, we could just play that whole thing for you because... Watch a video, watch yeah. a video. If David Silvera was not suited for the look, this one was suited for the look. What a yucky, yucky man! I, I mean, he's... Nothing against him, though. I, I love him. Um, but his looks... He, he's a, a, a multi-talented man. <laughs> He's a, a model, an actor, a singer. And how uh, he moves! A former pole vaulter. <laughs> so I believe that is... Wow. That he wow. Sh- like would shimmy over the, 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 uh, the bar. Uh, he definitely has snake hips. Well-oiled. Yes. Well Once again, please, if you don't have this fresh in your mind, go and watch both the video and the live performance. Ah. Amazing. Yeah. This so, is what the notice were. This is it. This is like an iconic performance. Yes. And it's like, it's, it's kind of novelty. It's cheesy, very cheesy, but like such a good time. And like, it's hard not, how can you not love it? How can you not love it? And like. This, this is great. The, the performance kind of elevates as well. Like it starts off and he's like, he's doing his shaking and he's got like two <laughs> two ladies with him. But then halfway through, he decides he didn't, no longer needs those ladies. Yes, because or, why will he? Or his jacket. <laughs> <laughs> and he moves to like a really like a slimly cut like vest almost. Yes. With like low cut trousers. Yes. So he's like revealing midriff. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, what you want? he goes like 110 on the shaking. And he has such a big chest. He has really, 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 really big pectoral, Pe- pectoral muscles. The hitch, not just that in terms of like, oh, he's really mad. not the size wise. I feel like they're not like normal size. 
they're far too big and meaty. I feel like the way he dresses well, it really extenuates like his figure. Oh, like... oh yes, oh yes, it does. <laughs> and we are here for it. It's like he he's borrowed his wife's jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you saying that? And when I start shaking, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. Uh, oh, so uh, good. I yeah. So this this song came third, and I think there was like again like on Greece were on course for good things. Yeah. Listen, we could do a whole episode on the golden age of Greece, as we it seems that we are starting to do. Uh, but I think, and it will be like ten amazing songs. I think this one. Is the one that this represents. Is the peak. Yes. Yeah. Even that is not the winner. Oh, it's shaky, shaky. It's so it, shaky, shaky. It's the best thing they've they've sent. It's absolutely. He came back. He did alright. He, he came back in two thousand nine with the song "This Is Our Night," which is fantastic. It had like even more like kind of like pelvic thrusting, like whole body thrusting it, with an open shirt. It almost felt like, like he knew. More more flesh. Yeah. And at some point he's like stood on top of like a giant like stapler yep. that opens with the Greek flag inside. Yep. Yep. Like he knows what he's there for. Once he knows again, what they brought him. Stop this podcast. Go and have a look at it because like, beautiful he was a performer that's the one thing you can say about him like, mm-hmm. he might not be the greatest singer in the world but boy could he shake it but he wasn't even that bad of a singer but uh, of course he'd shake it <laughs> absolutely he'd shake it shake it shake it also I think one thing outside of Eurovision but Eurovision related he also had a song a collaboration with Sarusho mm. from Armenia who was very close to making it to the list with her song Kelly. Yeah. I think it just missed out purely because her vocals yeah. were so atrocious. Like, Tamta level is atrocious. Like, it kind of detract. <laughs> Even in the studio version, they're not great. So it's like, oh, no. Yeah. I think she just got pipped out of it. But that song, C, sounds exactly like Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> so she remade the same song with... And shaking. if we would have done 11 songs, it Kale, was, Kale was... Would have been in there, yeah. Would have been there. We love that song. Um, shall we do the next one? Okay, let's move on to song number four. Which I think by previous episodes... Okay, I'm not going to say anything yet. I'm just going to say I love this song. This song is probably in my top of all-time Eurovision songs. There you go. There we go. So, um, Never Let You Go uh, by the immutable, the legendary Dima Villan uh, from Russia in 2006. And once again, I'm going to say my favourite of the two. So this was his first, another, another returning artist who went on to yeah. win. Uh, Dima came in 2006, was, came second, mm-hmm. pipped just by Lordi. Yes, it's it hard had to be. I mean, it was an exceptional... Uh, but then he get we get to have him back with a winning song. Yeah, with Believe. Uh, but yeah, like you say, this is your, your preferred song. Which one do you prefer of the two? I think, actually, I think it's really close, but I do yes. prefer Never Let You Go. I think I prefer the staging of Believe with the skater. I mean, classic. Which is how he won it. But as a song, 
and also he had a better look <laughs> like in 2006 he, he had his full rat tails like wife beater vest with like baggy jeans and he did like more like jumping around and like yeah. little like bunny hops and stuff yeah he he was straight from behind the fridge <laughs> and if you don't know what that is go and check our Dima Bilan episode because it's great yeah you'll find out about the fridge yeah if, I, yeah I was gonna say earlier I think there is lots of animosity um for Russia potentially lots of people don't like Dima mm-hmm We love Dima. We're not like Russia's tans or we're not like hardcore like Dima Bilan um, fans. But in the Eurovision world, we do like a bit of Dima. As if you follow us for a bit. You, you probably would have noticed that yeah. we do talk. He does creep up from time to time. Yeah. But people just don't... They're not, not into Russia, huh? Yeah. I mean... It's probably more than just the music is the reason mm-hmm. why they don't, they don't like Russia. Yeah. I can only imagine. But people should let go and enjoy this beauty because yeah, it's like, great. Yeah, detract, like, detach yourself from, like, any kind of context or, like, political things mm-hmm. or, like, what you know of the world and just get into, like, Dima and, like, listen to Dima and, like, see, you'll see the beauty. And see what vampire he is these days. Well, he doesn't eat cooked meat. No, is he, it, does he doesn't not. He, does, he only eats raw meat. Or, no, he doesn't eat cooked food. Something like that. He only eats raw, oh raw food, I think. Is what yeah. He, he's, he's something along those lines, yeah. Like, he doesn't eat meat. And he'd only eat, like, food that is raw. So he's, like, the opposite of a vampire. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, Which is, okay, it's true. It's the opposite of the vampire. But he looks like a vampire. Yeah. His looks are... I can imagine, like, 300 years ago in, like, a Slavic village, like, someone seeing a Dima villain, and that's how... how the the long-lost ancestor yeah. of Dima villain. And then he comes with his rat tail <laughs> Never, never let you go. Yeah. We love him. We love a bit of Dima. I love this song. Everybody knows that I have a special connection to 2008. Yes, that's... Yeah. That's how I got introduced to Dima. And um, then... The love grew from there. Yeah. Um, speaking about people not liking Russia, oh. shall we move on to our next song then? Hello, everybody. My name is Verka Sidyuchka. Me, English, Nick Finstein. Let's speak then. So, uh, that was, as you heard, Verka Sidyuchka with the song... Who? Dancing Lashitumbai, uh, representing Ukraine in 2007. Why is, what's there to say? In case you don't know what this is. <laughs> if you live you, under a rock, yeah. well, you, you are here by accident listening to this podcast, because how else? Uh, so Verka is a drag act from Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, who yeah represented Ukraine Eurovision, came second... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a legendary winner, like much loved. We all love Verka. Um, there was some controversy around this this song. Well, first is that in Ukraine that they picked a drag act, I think was controversial. Yeah. And then secondly, the lyrics, which originally it was just called Dancing, but they changed it to Dancing Lashitumbai, which was claimed was a Mongolian phrase for like whipped cream. Okie doke. That was a lie. 
Okay. It was picked because it resembles the words Russia goodbye. Yeah. And it comes at a time politically when Ukraine was moving more westward away from Mother Russia and that the influence was away from Moscow. And there was a big political divide. And there's a cultural divide within Ukraine, but we're not going to get too much into that. But there's oh, at of, all. Yeah, there's so many things that... Uh, and you think what happened like in the last decade with Russia and Ukraine... Um, we it's, all know, it's, it's Yamana, kind of, it's we kind, all know. It's kind of pertinent to this song, but it's like such a like a camp camp fest. It's so good, and she has her dancers, dancer, and this was before she got her mother with her. Yes, the mother now, is now. Can anyone explain to me where does the mother comes from? I love the mother, but she was never there, and now she's there. Um, but yeah, she has dancers. She doesn't have a mother, and it's really good. And now she doesn't have dancers, but she does have a mother. Yeah. So maybe she's happier. Maybe she's happier. All age. Fun fact. I have an Ukrainian friend. And she's a little bit older than us. A little bit. And I think she's that from like small town I think Ukraine. she's near like Lviv. Which yeah, is but what I'm trying like... to say, she's a yeah. small town Ukraine. Whatever it is, yeah. it's like a small town. She did not know it was a man. Oh, she said, yeah, the, the, the famous female comedian in yeah. Ukraine. Yeah. yeah, like that her whole family, like they would watch her on the TV and they would love her and they did not know it was a male. So there you go. Very you, convincing. You, you didn't burst her bubble either. You let her <laughs> live in that small Ukrainian. I think I was speechless. <laughs> so, do you have eyes? <laughs> because let me tell you something. This is not pheromone, if you know what I mean. <laughs> She's not a fish. <laughs> She's not international fish. <laughs> oh. <sighs> but yeah, we love, we love her. She's always around. She's made a career out of it. Not to say that she wouldn't have a career in Ukraine um, without it, but you know. Now... I think she doesn't speak English particularly well, as she says. Which is a shame. <laughs> but we yeah, would love her to speak English. It prevents her from doing more things. Uh, in Western Europe. But already as it is, she does. She does a more lot. than her share. Yeah. Yeah. Right, should we go to the next one? Okay, so. I think we're gonna enter a few like more unknown or lesser popular ones. Yes, yeah, so here so. we are, song number six. In your So this is Divine by Sebastien Tellier uh, from 2008, representing France. I love it. Yeah. That's 2008, what can I say? So this finished 19th. It's not... The rest have all been top 10, like solid top 3, more or less, um, results. So this one is a bit bit of a a left field choice, potentially. Yeah. Because it's not like a generally loved song. I think it's like a remembered song. Yeah, because but, it's pre-Conchita, everybody on the stage had a beer. So female backing singers with a beard, yeah. Yeah, and he came uh, driving a, how do a you Golf call? buggy? Yeah. Yeah. So it's I well remember because of those things. Um, I think as well as, like, context, 2008 was a, a year that was full to the brim of novelty acts. 
Because after Verka nearly won with essentially what was a novelty act. Yeah. The next year was full of like dust in the turkey. Which pirates, didn't make it. Pirates of the sea. Uh, many others. Yeah. Chiggly Quattro. Chiggy Chiggy. Which we've not spoken about yet. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, which also did not make it to the list. Surprisingly. No. Surprisingly. Um, and some people tend to lump this in with them. Because it had certain elements, like he was on a golf buggy, he bought like a helium filled balloon. Yes. Which he then like sucked to like sing a high note with. Yeah. But I think from what we know of Sebastian Telly, it wasn't like novelty. He wasn't picked for the novelty of being a novelty act, like yeah. a one off thing that's bringing this novelty. It's like his outside music, he has an aesthetic and a style. Absolutely. Which is kind of truthful. Like it wasn't novelty. It's like, who a he fake. is, yeah. yes. And he has a career. He. Whatever you think about what he does, he does have a career. This is not something that got manufactured to go to Eurovision and just catch the tension that night. Is truthful. Yeah, and like it's a good. I think it's a good song. Me too. I think it has like a certain like emotive truth to it as well. Yeah. Like there's like a lovely moment where we hear where he's like it goes like slow tempo and it's like actually quite touching a little bit. Oh. Yeah, and then it comes back to like the the banging. Yeah, yeah. I th- listen to it. It's I think it's a it's a very good. It's a sweet song. And it's probably like overlooked. I think. Absolutely. Yeah. I think lots of French songs get overlooked. There you go. It's that's right that's there. an opinion. Uh, because they're too French. Probably, I mean I can understand that. <laughs> that can we not all? Okay, so there we are. That's divine. Shall we do the next one, which is another more unknown one? Okay, let's go for it. Let's hear what that song is. So this was Fire in Your Eyes, The Fire in Your Eyes by Boaz. Uh, for Israel in 2008. Ah, and I guess I have a lot to say about this song. Again, 2008. This is from my... This is one of my songs. Yes. You've gotten to like it, but this has been one of my songs for forever. I love this song. Just hearing it, it just makes me, like, have such, a, like, happy memories. It takes me to, to such a, like, happy place of, like, back in 2008... And listening to it and just like be lovely and um, yeah I really like it yeah it's a really nice song like he his singing career started because I believe he was doing national service and he used to sing these kind of shepherd songs because yes. he grew up in like the countryside in Israel yeah he was a shepherd from the countryside and yeah singing like traditional shepherd music yeah which, like he somehow became famous I think for, no no no, no. Or, I think people were saying to him you have to go to the TV, you have to go to the TV because you sing really well. Uh, so then he went to, I don't know if it was The Voice, Idol, X Factor, I don't know. Some kind of singing yeah. talent show. And once again, information coming always from a place. Uh, I don't know how he did, but he became really popular. I don't know if he won or not, but he definitely did quite well and he became really popular and they sent him to Eurovision. Yeah. And he was dressed by Jean-Paul Gaultier. Yeah, who really wanted to showcase the His arms. His arms, yeah. yes. I remember him having like an interview on Spanish TV because I watched it. 
and was like, oh yes, I really wanted to showcase his arms because he was quite muscly. Yeah, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, he is your first Eurovision crush. He is my first Eurovision crush. That's true. He was a short man, not a lot of hair, but choice, I would say. Not like he was balding, I think he just didn't have long hair. Um, dark eyes, no, massively not my cup of tea at all. But I saw that man wearing that shiny suit. I said, that's what I like. And that was it. And that was my first Eurovision crush. Never had any other one until this year. So there you go. Okay, was it Sir Hat? It was Sir Hat. Why would it be Sir Hat this year, Julia? We'll have had original Sir Hat. No, because he's aged even more. It was Otto. It was Otto from Georgia. (laughs) No, of course not. Okay, um, so yeah, back to Boaz. Um, so yeah, please. <laughs> this song was actually written by Dana International. Crazy, well. I never knew that, Rory. Yeah. Okay, Once bring, again, bring in, Rory keeping the secret. Bringing the facts, one of us has to. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> was, that, was that a little bit of shade? Potentially. I mean, that's all I've got, but yeah. So, Who told you the shepherd story? That, well, we. As far as I know, that's true. Yeah, I got it from you, so I don't, I mean, we might actually have to check the validity of that. You might have jumped it. Anyway. I mean, you also told me that you imagine that's how Jesus looks. True. Yeah. Beautiful Jesus. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Which makes sense. I mean, yeah, more than like a blue-eyed Aryan man. Can I say I'm not attracted to Jesus, but. I'm I was but you would was. be if he, looked if he like would have looked like Boaz because <laughs> he go. was my prince of Egypt he was not yeah. from Egypt or a prince well, in that case he'd be more like Moses surely true but perhaps I'm not into Moses all that much Jesus is more like the man okay if we're getting to I mean. like a theological debate yeah. which I think we should veer away from very quickly absolutely <laughs> <laughs> let's go back to Ukraine <laughs> <laughs> safe ground yes. uh, <laughs> okay yeah no but it's, it's a good song like it has like a weird quality to it as well like there's like a backing vocal and the vocal is like not a traditionally nice sound like it kind of has it's a bit testing I would say it's one of the songs that I think you have to listen to a few times to yeah. get to enjoy it completely I think I did yeah I, I had to listen to it a few times before I saw what was good about it yeah yeah I, I liked it at first and it is a grower I'd say yeah. it's, it's definitely it's a, a grower. grower yeah give it a try give it a try give it a, okay so I think we've gone from a grower to a shower now oh girl so let's uh, let's get on with it So, Always by Arash and Izel from Azerbaijan in 2009. Ah, oh, the winners. I know, no, it was they, they were not the winners. They came third. 
I mean, they could have been. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. That was a silly <laughs> comment from my side. That was very silly. But this is a great song. Like, it is a fantastic is, song. This is amazing. I think, like, like Greece had had like great momentum in the noughties. Like Azerbaijan were a country that were like heading towards a win as well. Yeah. Like, it was only about time they were winning. They were really trying. And they, they were, were like, really, really bringing trying. Bringing it every like year, like really going for that win. And you know what? Human rights aside, I would like them to have it again, to the wish to win. Yes, because Baku was one of the best, like, yeah. stadiums. They, they made a stadium. They were like, like yeah. oh, you want a stadium? There you go. The best stadium we have. We're going to make it for you. Yeah. They went all out as well. And like. this day and age, we, we're missing a bit of that. I mean, we'll see what... Well, we've got the Ahoy. We'll see. I mean... Yeah, we will yeah. see. We'll I probably see. won't compare to Baku, but... Yeah, it'd be quite nice for, like, one of those kind of, like, far away countries that really wants to win to win it, who are going to, like... Like, Russia, like... As... I want Russia to host. Yeah. Let's let's put it out clear. I think that would be an amazing Because they did a great show in 2009. Yeah. And from what we've seen of, like, Russian events, like, they, like, do these amazing shows and they go over the top. They have a very, very, very solid music industry... And they have, it's not, it's not comparable, of course, but you know, if you ever step into like K-pop and it's like a completely different thing of like their visuals and how to do things and how strong the music industry is. So it's like, oh wow, this is going on with the anything. thing. I'm not saying Russia is like K-pop but it's also like they do things very very different to it's how like they do in Western a, a different world like opens up through like the rabbit hole to like this whole new world yes. you never knew existed and they do it over the top and there is money on it and you know what I mean it's they're, not they're like, all in yes it's not just like a foreign music industry it's like it's massive and it just and I think they will go all out if they get to host because they're a very short country. They would love to be like, oh, we're the best. I, I think it would be great. And like, it's a chance to legitimize themselves and like show what they are. Like, we're this, we're the best country on earth, and like, look what we can do. Yeah, and, which you kind of, like that's what you want. Jules. And you know what? Truth of the matter is, we do love politics aside. We do love Russia. Yeah, we do yeah. love Russia. Okay. Anyway, back to Azerbaijan. Uh, so this was a Russian Izel duet. Um, He's Swedish-Iranian, she's Azerbaijani. And there's, like, this, like, cheeky dynamic between them, like, like, congering and, like, like cheeky winks. <laughs> <And it's, laughs> cheeky, I think cheeky is the one. Yeah, it's really cheeky. Um, and, like, this is a song. I'm going to take a minute to talk about Alex P. Okay. Uh, Alex Papa Constantini, as the best I can pronounce it, who co-wrote this song, who is... Like he's done some pretty good stuff. He works a lot for Cyprus as well. So he wrote the 2007 Greek entry. He wrote this one. He wrote La La Love, 2012 la, Cyprus. La, 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 he wrote Fuego and Replay. I mean... Uh, he wrote one song there, essentially. But yeah. <laughs> but, but he wrote explain, them all. explains why they sound very similar. They have a sound. But yeah, like if he's only written those songs and they've all been of a really high quality. Yeah. He is an Eurovision god. So, Alex P, well done. P. Alex P. That's why he's called Alex P, because people like me have no chance of pronouncing his name. Yeah. (laughs) 
But yeah. Yeah. Um, Focus on my mind. Always in my dreams. We sing that song every day. It's a, it's just it's just like a joy. It is. I think it's a real joy. We love it. It's a classic. I think the Eurovision radio show say it's a classic before they play. That I, would, I have a lot of issues as a of what they class a classic and what they don't. Okay. Um. So song number nine. Here we go. So that was uh, Vandy Yad by Urban Symphony, uh, representing Estonia, also in 2009. I love the song. <sighs> yeah, this so is a really, a really good song. Like, like as much as like always is brilliant and like cheesy and fun, this is like quality. Yeah. I would say like it has a completely different feel, completely different aesthetic, completely different like purpose to it. Yeah, it's not. It's not a pop song. It's not a pop song. Um. <laughs> But it's just really good. Um, yeah, it it comes from like this. This was quite popular around that time of like young, attractive women with classical <laughs> instruments singing songs, singing like pop or classic, classic pop. Yeah, uh, and it works in this case. It does. It really does. Like it really lends it to itself with like the native language as well. Yeah, I think it gives it kind of like an air of like mystery. And I can't believe we haven't spoken. Have we spoken about this song before? No, we have not. We haven't, and it's one of our like top, all top, times. top, yeah. all timings um, song. And again, what a strong year! Yeah, like two thousand nine was a really, really strong year. How did they do? Uh, they came sixth. So again, not not bad. Not not bad, but I probably would have put it higher. Yeah, me too. But it, you know, pretty Pre- respectable. Pretty good. Pretty good. For um, Estonia? Yeah. Estonia are probably, like, the best of the Baltic. Yeah, they are, in um, my humble opinion. They've done some pretty good things. Um, She actually tried to come back as well this year. Mm, but this year? Yeah. She was in 2019 pre-selection, but... Ah, oh, Victor Crow. that storm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That, that twirl. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the song was not as anywhere near as good as Rendered Yet. Yeah, which tends to happen. But you know, good on her. It's always nice when someone comes back. Yeah. Or wants to. We we have two people here that came back to win, which so, um, yeah, very good for them. Okay. So, yeah. so we yeah. do the last one. Let's move on. So I think this is a song that yeah, like people might have been holding out for. Uh, Doom Tech Tech, uh, Hadith, Hadise, Hadith. I don't know how Hadith, to do. Uh, so for Turkey, uh, 2009. What's up? I love this song, by the way. Obviously, it's in the list. Um, I'm going to ask, what's up with Turkey? They never get the vocals right. Yeah, I think we commented before, like, to each other, that, like, the one thing we know about Turkey is that no one can sing there. Yes, which is... I don't know if it's that like no one can sing or it's their voices or their style of singing that is just how it is and then when you put it in pop it just comes out that I don't know what it is but they have 
uh, troubles with um, their vocals. Yeah, they seem to struggle. Like, they, they send high quality, but, like... Yeah. Yeah. But they had really... They had quite a few really, really good songs, this being one of them. Yeah. Um, this came forth. It did really well. I think it's a, still a very much loved song as well. Like, like even now, like, in recent months, it's one of the most viewed... Yes. Eurovision... Dumb Tech Tech? Videos, yeah. Yeah. Videos and on YouTube. Absolutely. People are still loving this. And it, cause and well, it had a lot of, like, production. Like, she she had a very, like, Shakira look. Like, Shakira, hips don't lie. Yeah. Kind of, like, a Middle Eastern dress. Like, showing, like, belly dancer vibe. Like, dyed blonde hair. Curly blonde hair. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, to look at her, it's like, oh, it's Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. But apart from that, like, it is generally a good song. It is a good and song. And it does lend in, like, Turkic tradition and it's really it's catchy. Like, it's, it's that thing of the noughties that happen a lot of, like, that mixture of, like, pop and traditional music that worked in a cheesy way. That worked so, so well, as we can see by our list. Yeah, I think... It's a, a mix, like, but mostly it's ethno bangers. Yeah, mostly. And it's like good, like, the noughties were a good time. They I were. Think. I think at the time we did not appreciate them, but yeah. they were a good time. Like, we didn't know what was coming over the hill. Now, let me tell you, not a lot of quality as terms of quality, quality, but they were a good time. They, they were. They were great. And I think it's like a golden, a golden age. Yes. Of like, yeah, because it was kind of like the right level of novelty as well, I think, because kind of like... Then it got too much. Because there's there, there's been like free, like there's always been novelty at Eurovision. You look at older videos from like 70s, 80s, and it's like, what is this? This is, yes. like, this is like Papa Penguin or like, <laughs> like Sad Clowns or... <laughs> and it's like, what is going on? Yeah. And then like, it also got a bit too far the other way. Yeah, which to me, you have three minutes. You have to get the attention, and that's when it's a bit dangerous when you just do too much and you're just grabbing too much attention for the sake of grabbing attention. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the balance of attention grabbing and quality. Yes, is what you need. And I think it it was a good balance in the noughties in these songs. There was not a lot of quality, but there was not a lot of attention. It was just enough of the two. Yeah. And I think some, and it like, worked. songs that have stayed with us that are like classics. Yeah. And this is a very, very solid playlist. Indeed. Indeed. Yes. This is a good time. This is a good good time to have. Right. So that is our songs. I'm sure there are any others that people Didn't feel make, like yeah. should have made the list. I mean, feel free to tell us if you want to. Yeah. Um, and there are lots of songs we didn't get to talk about which will probably come up in future episodes. Absolutely. Uh, I feel Should like we do a little bit of news? I think we have to, because there's been a couple of developments recently. Yes. Uh, the first is John Olasand. Ah. Oh. He's stepping down. Do we know why? Uh, probably his experience in Israel. <laughs> <laughs> like, he can't take... Like, that took 10 years of his life. Who is going to take over? <sighs> Crazy. Can I apply? <laughs> I'm sure I could awkwardly talk to the camera. 
Uh, I'm sure you could. Whether or not the, the we have the results, <laughs> I think I'm pretty pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm I gonna miss it. him. Yeah, he was always a highlight. Yeah, uh, I love Janola. I do wonder who, who's gonna take over from Janola. But yeah, so this year is going to be his last year. I hope they give him like a really good send off. Like, I would. Like yes, a, yeah. I really hope so. Yeah, like they they really like get everything they can out of him. Yes. What? You know, like they make like they get all that John charisma. Oh, okay. Like, okay they bottle okay. it and like just gush it over everyone. Okay, that's your your dream. Yeah. Okay, the Sandman, <laughs> as I'm sure he loves being called. Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's sad news. Um, let's move on to exciting news. So this is essentially breaking news as well. Yes. So Belgium are the first out of the uh, the starters gun. Of anyone. They're the other first to announce. They've announced their their act. So they've internally selected and they have selected the the band Hooverphonic. Who are they? Do we know anything? Well, as we literally just we we're reading it right now. We yeah. know nothing. This just came out. It's minutes not. Ago. It's not an act I am familiar with. From what I can see, they're no. like an ambient pop band. Okay. Um, I think they have been want. They've been wanting to get them for some time. Okay, work. I think they've also been open to it for some time, and it's like it just it's come together. Yeah, um, they came to fame in the nineties, apparently. Okay. So it's not a fresh mm. act. I'm sure they're very popular in Belgium. So any Belgian listeners, I'm apologize for my ignorance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's lots too. of like people wanted Stromae. Yes. So I guess there might be a little disappointment going on. I don't know. Yep. Like, I think it's a more recognizable name across Europe than uh this band. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we'll probably do some research and find out what they're all about. Absolutely. But knowing the vibe Belgium have been going through for the last however many years, it's probably it looks like it fits. yeah, probably fits in there. I do wonder. I don't know if I've said this in the podcast or it's just been in between you and I. If they are a little bit bitter after bit the Dutch yeah. uh, win and they just really want to, especially because they haven't, they haven't gotten to the final in the last two years, have Yeah, they, they haven't qualified, non-qualified for two years. Non-qualified for two years and then the Dutch win, you know, a bit of pressure. So, yeah, so they... let's see what this desperate try yeah, we'll Brains. see what it is. But yeah, it, exciting. Not like I hate Belgium. <laughs> I mean, it's a country you've struggled with. Musically, I've been to Belgium. I love Belgium. Um, yeah. So, in that department, we're all good. It's beautiful, you know, beautiful Beautiful place, place lovely yeah. people. Yeah, good chocolate. All good, all good. It's yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess this is like Eurovision season has officially started properly. Yes, we are still we're still waiting for Spain, as we thought. Like when it first came out, that they want they were going to have a big name, a recognizable, a recognizable name, name. Yeah. and then it was a little. Everybody got really excited, and then like the next day it was a, well no, it's just going to be in between Ruth Lorenzo again or Diana Navarro, and it's just like you see, it was not that great. Yeah, like the hype, people run away with that. Yeah. Hype. like oh, big name, who they're gonna have? Yes. Yeah. Like, oh. So we're still waiting for them to see which one it is, um, to see how big the disappointment is. 
Yeah. And yeah, probably next week we will know a yeah. bit more. And we'll Exciting. probably be able to give you some thoughts on Hoover Phonic as well. Yes, yeah. correct. There which we go. we're going to do right now. So, um, that brings us to the end. So, if you uh, want to leave us any comments, you can contact us on email or via social media. Yes, please follow us on social media. Um, please, please, please give us a five-star review. It really helps us to get to more listeners and yeah it's just a not it's a nice thing to do isn't really it really appreciate it yeah and we yeah. Really love it all it right. make us happy okay um yeah and i think all that's really left to say is love love peace peace and we'll see you soon